everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank y'all so much for tuning into another fun-filled episode. We are here. We're here. But who's counting? <laughs> what do you want from me? We're here. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm here. I'm yeah. everywhere I'm supposed to be and that's all I have to do. Period. That like, way. Don't expect, like, I don't want to say lower your expectations for today's show. <laughs> but just lower your expectations. It's okay. It's okay. But every, we still going to do what we supposed to do. But will it, will it be how it's supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe what not. What Mariah Carey say? I'm doing the best I can with what I got. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's just, that's the vibe. Candles um, burning at both ends. I'm shaking. Yeah. But again, we're here. Yeah. Your nails look really pretty. Thank you. I feel about that. Oh, I forgot. Don't tell Savvy I broke a nail. Oops. I just did. (laughs) I was about to say she's an active listener. (laughs) She's going to be. I I feel like as soon as I said I broke a nail, I was going to hear like at my door I'm like it'll be savvy with her whole kit but it's okay it's time for an appointment soon anyway so it'll be all good and that's good that's all right yeah, all right but, um, we're not even gonna go into how we feel we nope. are just moving forward yes um fade for summer goals let's <laughs> move on so summer goals for me top of my list get fit it's never sure. too late. It's never to be like, oh, summer's here. Like, you know, it's it's done, whatever. Because, like, I'm thinking of fitness in a whole different way. Like how Iman was saying last week. Like, it's not even about, like, oh, I'm trying to be, like, uh, I'm trying to be. Uh, because when I think yeah. like that, I go into, like, this weird mode. And it's, like, very self-deprecating. And, like, I just feel so. I'm just getting fit. I want to, like, be able to jump and be like, yahoo like do like crazy stuff <laughs> like and just run again and like do the hit fit because like i want to get back into orange theory which is like kind of like hit fitness so in order to get back in that you have to um you can't just jump back into it you got to like ease your way in it so like that's my goal like that is i'm not yes, even thinking about like a damn heart attack my- <laughs> you just get into that baby that is intense it's so intense so i'm not even thinking about like going i'm not even thinking about like, oh like i'm gonna get like my stomach gonna be flat 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 i'm thinking yeah. about like i want to ease get back into being able to work out intensely like i was um so yeah get fit um the second one you know i know times are times are getting rough and um street saying we hit in a recession but i want to get more money <laughs> i want to, with that. i want to get more money that is my second goal and like i'm at the point where it's like um i gotta put me first lucius and <laughs> i'm just like that means that it means what it means you know i'm not gonna get yeah. too deep into it but i had to put me first um so yeah i um want to get more money um, the third one is c- continuation last week when I said I want to spread more love and like for me that means you know maybe when I'm one day not maybe when I'm off days where I'm off um or like on payday if I'm off on payday like taking a meal to like the homeless people that are downtown um or like I saw somebody say that they um want they were at a um they were at a like a sport goods store and they were buying all these um sleeping bags and I'm like oh my gosh that's such a good idea like maybe I could buy some sleeping bags for some people or like do so like that is how I want to spread love like I want to get back because like we are not going to get through this or whatever happened without community and i literally just read that and it's very true like people mm. think that like you could hustle your way out there this that, and third but what we really need is each other like mm-hmm. we really need community and that's how that's the downfall that people don't want to like you know lean on a community like like literally like i know obviously there's always people that take advantage and stuff but even people like being like hey like you know i need to get to work if anybody can like donate to my cash app or like people and go for me like that is community like 
that's community outreach. Um, and I feel like stuff like that, we will not survive if we don't have community um, outreach. So that's what I want to do, spread love. Like, I really want to get my hands dirty and like help the community. Um, the last one is finish a script. Um, I want to, it might not be uh, like, you know, the fleshed out draft, but like what I have planned, I want to um, have it finished. Um before the summer ends, um, maybe have it done, um, in July, whatever, but, like, I'm working on it now, but, yeah, I want to, uh, finish a script, so, yeah, those are my four things. I love that. Love everything on that list, especially spreading more love, and just, that's something we all can work on, like, just volunteering, um, mentorship, Mm -hmm. so many things, so I, I love all that. Um, for me, first on my list is, uh, I'm actually, writing a series and trying to pitch it and I've never really in the past I always kind of keep everything I do creative a secret until it's ready like I kind of like the Beyonce syndrome of just dropping or sharing but um I've learned that that's not going to serve me right now in my life with me entering something new especially when I list when I have a whole network of people listeners friends supporters who would love to help me who would love to connect me um so like honestly I have been just brainstorming and developing for the past what five months but now it's time to like execute like now it's time to like put pen to paper and have some deliverables by the end of this summer. So I want to spend this summer enjoying this process. I want to spend this summer connecting, being inspired. And it's, I've been really, really proud of how my idea has come to, to like, I feel like I see my characters and I, like, I'm thinking about their day to day with my day to day. And I'm thinking about their Pinterest and it makes it's like one of the few things in life right now that just makes me feel so good. So I just feel like it's once I get on something, that's it. Like, that's just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So I want to project manage myself and finish like all the core things by the end of this summer. So that's what I'm really, really excited about. And of course, more to come there. Um, I want to do Pilates class this summer. Um, I tried Pilates when a few years ago and it was really hard for me. Like I just couldn't do it and I didn't want to go back. But I also felt that same way about the stair stepper. Like when I first started when I first tried fitness, when I was 18 years old on a college campus, like I got a stair stepper because this one girl was making it look easy. Mm-hmm. And I never forget not being able to do it for a minute. And I was so afraid of the stair stepper because of how embarrassed I felt. And then like, mm-hmm. I've re- like over the years, like I just kind of kept returning. And now it's like doing 20 minutes. That's my, that's my, that's my weapon of choice. <laughs> the stair stepper. And it feels good to just like kill something that used to kill you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really want to get in Pilates. Also, um, it's a great way to use your own body weight to build muscle. I'm still recovering from my accident. So I got to be careful with lifting weights. And I feel like Pilates might be uh, the thing for me. So I want to get into that. And it looks fun, especially if you could do Pilates on the machines. Like you can like bounce around. Yeah. And that's so cool that it's coming back. Because I remember it was like a big thing, like in the early 2000s, Pilates. And I have my theories on why it's coming back. I think that now that the BBL body is exiting and the like fit, like hottie toddy early 2000s body is entering the chat. Um, that's why like Pilates is becoming like such a craze. With that being said, I'm not trying to be, you know, a, a hot body toddy. I mean, that'd be nice, but that's not necessarily the goal. I just want to, you know, have fun and mix it up with fitness and I'm sure the results are nice because you're using your own body weight. Yeah, to like I do love things. that. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna get into the Pilates. Um, third, I want to walk through new neighborhoods. Like I love walking. It's like some I've always liked walking. Like when I was in a school and I used to catch the bus for like in high school. If the bus wasn't coming, I start walking because I just have an issue with sitting still and I also have an issue with being inside. So I love exploring and I'm nosy. <laughs> Sometimes when you walk through neighborhoods and you see beautiful homes, it's just like, who 
Ooh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Like I actually found this block um in my neighborhood and the houses were gorgeous. Yeah, you like, have I a was... great neighborhood to walk in because I used to walk in that neighborhood after work. It's it's the houses are so beautiful, historic, one of a kind. Like I love it. And remember that time when we were walking through um excuse my language, the meatpacking <laughs> district in New York and we saw like like people had they they blinds open and naturally I looked inside and I never forget this one house had like this huge bookshelf, this warm lighting, and I just was like, Wow, people living like that? That's amazing. Yeah, right. It um, looks like it's it's like a TV show, but it's like that's how they that's how they get it. <laughs> yeah, so it really is inspiring to walk through new neighborhoods. Um, and also, I want to visit Chicago. I hear that the best time to visit Chicago is in the summer. I've been so curious about that city. I feel like it's the it's like a mashup between Philly and New York, but also mm-hmm. got some southernness to it as well. Mm-hmm. And I love cities like you know Chicago and in Baltimore and DC, just, you know, not necessarily like the, the glitzy and glam, but there are some, some top restaurants and experiences that you can try. So I would love to visit Chicago. Um, and hopefully I can get that. I, I can make that happen. Um, in August, hopefully. Yes, that would be nice and figure out why it's called. I mean, well, you know why it's called the windy city, but like how windy is it? Yeah, how windy is it in the summertime? Like, it seems like it would be such a vibe. Yeah. So, if y'all got some vegan restaurants in Chicago you want to share with us, please, please, please. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. And also, let us know what um you you, you what your goals are for the summer. We want to mm-hmm. hear. It. All right, let's get into toast for sis. Um, this week we want to give a toast to Jessica in the kitchen on Instagram. Oh, Sabria, thank you so much for sending me her page. Thank you. You're welcome. She's, yeah, she is definitely, I love her stuff because it's like, it makes, she makes you feel like, oh, I can do this. Delicious vegan food that is just like made with the most simplistic ingredients, um, content that is all about the food and the recipe. She just seems so sweet. Mm -hmm. So any black vegan woman is, you know, has my heart. And like you said, the, the recipes just look so easy. So please y'all follow Jessica in the kitchen on Instagram for some delicious vegan recipes. Yes. All right, now let's get into tea time. Y'all, Rihanna, she is a mother officially. That's crazy. Congratulations to Rihanna for having a baby. Like, that is so wild. Like, I can't believe she's a mom. She is a mother. Shout out to her. Um, Her and ASAP Rocky welcomed a baby boy on May 13th. Little Taurus baby boy who i'm sure is just so beautiful yeah it's no way that baby can lose there's no way oh god genetic lottery i actually was just reading um an article that was just saying it was from an insider quote unquote Mm -hmm. um but it says she wanted to have her baby in la since she has a big house with a yard and she enjoys sitting outside with her baby says being a new parent is of course an adjustment but they're doing great their baby boy is healthy rihanna is in awe of him she really is was so excited to be pregnant she loved it beating her son was of course special too and i also read that asap rocky has not left her side which is just like that's what i want to hear exactly that's what i want to hear and i pray that this is like just the truth because i want to hear that someone gives birth they're happy they sitting outside healing and bonding and 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 the and the other parent is also there bonding and supporting and just loving it's like that's what i want to hear and that's what i want for every pregnant person just a beautiful experience exactly that's crazy because like i never picture her like being in the house for some reason i feel like she never <laughs> home she always like going to that one restaurant she loved i forgot what it's called but like i just feel like she always like in the streets so like hearing that she's like at her home in la i'm just like oh she sat down i feel like rihanna always home to be honest i feel like when she not like out she in the house like i feel like she never in nobody office i feel like she make everybody come to her because she's i just feel like pisces like being in the bed 
that's very true but like i didn't picture her like i picture her like going to dinner but like you know how i think we said this before how like we feel like beyonce doesn't exist like outside of like performing like you can't picture her like in the house or like yeah, that one i definitely don't picture in the house <laughs> yeah i don't i don't picture anything like that but that's so um good to know hopefully random but i, I hope this makes her does an architectural digest video please. um <laughs> Please, 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 please. We want to see your house. I also read another article that said that they going, they going to raise the baby in the Barbados, which I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> Get the hell out of this country. Like, go. Please For go. Real. For Especially real. go somewhere where your mom got the key to the damn city. Like, come on. I or thought key she was to gonna the have, island. Exactly. I thought she was going to have a baby there, though. I think, um, I mean, I don't know what their healthcare system is like. I know a lot of islands don't get the best reputation for having like the best like hospitals and stuff. So I don't oh, know if true. that was it, like being, you know, having access to like physicians in LA definitely probably is just something I think, you know, top, top physicians in the, in the world probably are in LA, but that's, I don't know. Like, right. also, I really have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear. Good argument though, because like I could definitely see that um being the case, honestly. Yeah, I didn't think camp. about that. I just assumed because she's wealthy that she can get whatever she wants. Yeah, um, and I also feel like um I think both Beyonce and Kim Kardashian gave birth at Cedar Sinai. And I know that that's like a big one in LA. Okay, that reminds me. This, that kind of scared me saying that that like two celebrities had their baby there because it was this episode first of all this was a genius idea it was an episode and I feel like it was probably it was probably inspired by Beyonce but it was an episode of this show called Creep Show and it was this like real popular singer um and they called she was the queen bee um this real popular singer and she was um pregnant and it was a big deal and everybody was like oh my gosh like she's about to give birth like we have to be there like and she went to like this uh recluse like this hospital that like no one really knew of but these fans had snuck inside the hospital um and when she snuck inside the hospital they found out that she literally was a queen bee like she was like this alien like bee type person and she gave birth to all these like bees um it was real crazy so i'm like when people say stuff like that celebrity i'm like <laughs> i know so i'm actually reading this article because there's like this luxury suite uh a luxury maternity suite where it was kim kardashian beyonce gwyneth paltrow victoria beckham and britney spears gave birth new goal <laughs> Yeah, because I know they got birth in that luxury suite. Like, I see, like, the the food. It's like strawberries. Like, oh, my God. I mean, it's it still don't look as comfortable as I think I would want a room to look to give birth (laughs) in. But I'm also like, what would I need to feel comfortable giving birth? And it's like, probably there's no just just a lot of food. That's all. Yeah. And a very comfortable bed. And wet towels. Don't ask me why. but. (laughs) And dry yeah. towels, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, warm, wet towels for, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a combination of those two is, would be perfect. If I got a bunch of warm, wet towels and a bunch of dry ones, yeah, a lot of water and ice access and donuts mm-hmm. <laughs> and strawberries. <laughs> I'm about to say, let's get this birth going. <laughs> but seriously, so happy that things are well. Um, Shout out to... Shout out to Rihanna, the mother. Like, huh. my fave has really grown up. I know. I can't believe it. I'm so happy for her. Big gal. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into the Migos. All right. <laughs> they, we don't know if it's just drama to promote, like, uh, a new a new album or if the girls are really fighting because yeah is there trouble in paradise <laughs> is there trouble in Migo Dice <laughs> the breakup rumors are swirling <laughs> and it all happened <laughs> it all happened because oh, sorry just realizing I think we should do this from this point on like if we're going to talk about celebrity gossip like let's talk about it like real messy <laughs> okay I'm damn 
Yeah. Hmm. Trouble in paradise? I think so. So (laughs) everyone thinks the Migos are breaking up all because uh, Quavo announced that he's dropping a song with Takeoff called Hotel Lobby and there's no Offset. And to make matters worse, Offset unfollowed the both of them on social media. So (laughs) some cameras caught up with uh, Quavo at the airport and they asked him if he wanted to address like a rumored beef. And he simply said, nah. (laughs) That's very suspicious. Yeah. So say what you want about academics. He always got the damn tea. And apparently... Oh, you know who academics was in school. You know who he was. He instigated so many fights between women. God like, damn, Piggly Wiggly. I can't stand that man. <laughs> I just feel like, oh, what 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 does he have? Never mind. I'm not gonna be going there. But I just <laughs> so he said he talked, he said he actually spoke to Offset just the other day. And while there might be some tense feelings. He doesn't think any beef will escalate to a full scale split. Hmm. Um, and he also said that it might be stirring up buzz for their latest endeavor. My thing is when you unfollow two people and when they do a song without you, it do seem like beef. And it also yeah. feels like a very catty, petty way to like get some, like to stir up buzz for your new album. And that's and, his cousin. Okay, I had to Google it because I'm like, I forgot they was like, I know they are related, but like, how so? Yeah, so that's his cousin. And take both off of them his cousins? No, so Takeoff is his nephew, and Offset mm-hmm. is his cousin. Oh, so Quavo, Quavo's, so Quavo and Offset are cousins, and then Quavo, Takeoff is Quavo's nephew. Yes. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, this like runs deep. So I'm like, why insti- Why even play like that and instigate a beef? I also feel like um Offset isn't catty like that. He seems to be like very much. He seems to be kind of sensitive and like you know. Yeah tapped into his relationships so i'm like that i don't know i personally think that is beef and i want to know what it is i want to know what's going on like are they like is offset just being too family focused right now this yeah. is me instigating this is i don't know you know oh Again. my god this is speaking of being messy why wikipedia got a list of all his kids like it's like uh like you know when you list stuff in an outline it's like one through five <laughs> it says offset is the father of five children by four different women and it's like they got them all listed like i'm like come on then. they don't do stuff like that to other people they really don't yeah because what i be reading some white people wikipedia's and i'll be like oh yep. i did not know the prince of scotland got down like <laughs> they be mixing and matching like oh it'd be like oh liz taylor had a baby by this person then that person then that person and that's what i'm starting to realize it's like everybody got different baby dads and different baby moms and i'm not not saying anything about that i'm not saying if it's good or bad i'm saying it's what it is and like some people it like she the french artist had her first child by uh, jazz musician this her second <laughs> child from her part her longtime partner this and then her third from her and they never get married they never get married that's be, really how it be it'd be the most iconic people they but their common law wife they never get married it's just like yep wow 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 but yeah um i don't know what this means like i do like the migos as a unit and i like when groups stay on good terms um and i hope if they're gonna break up i want all of them to break up don't be doing don't be singling like just offset don't be singling out offset because that's my favorite migo it used to be takeoff but now it's um now it's offset yeah because i realized how much he loved his family and like also, he listened to women. Like he listened to. I feel like Car- he Cardi said shut it down, and he did. I feel like he. Yeah, I love the kids. That's why I like Offset. <laughs> I'm like, who, whoever kids I like, that's my favorite one. <laughs> I don't think the other two had. I don't know. I I just closed out of the um, Wikipedia page, but I don't think the other two had kids. Well, I know Quavo don't have kids. Qu- Quavo rubbed me the wrong way. Like I don't know why. He yeah, same. Like, you know, and I feel I'm embarrassed not, because uh, we had, because we got the same birthday, so I feel like it's embarrassing. 
I just feel like it it was a lot of attention on Quavo and you know he stood up and was was the lead was the lead man but I've just didn't ever since that video with him and Sweetie tussling in the elevator I ain't like it ever since she broadcasted him for cheating and he just was like you're not the woman I thought you were I was like oh you was a dummy you was a complete idiot by the way people were trying to say that you know a while ago that Karuchi and you know Quavo were dating, but then both of them were in Jamaica at the exact same time. So then people yeah. started their rumor again, like, oh, are they together? Karuchi. God, no, please. I pray. Don't do it. I'm gonna say get a real man. Let's <laughs> get a real man. Don't do I just feel like what do y'all see in these little boys? Like, what do y'all be seeing in these children? It's funny because he literally is older than us. I don't care. Like, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah, like, get you. <sighs> to say you're not the woman I thought you were, it's like, what? What are you talking about? And then his about? sister was coming at Sweetie. I was like, what? This is ghetto. My, I love Sweetie so much. It's nothing nobody going to do to make me not like her. It's just... <laughs> All I, I just, even though I'm vegan, I hope that the whole time his sister was talking, she was like just cracking crab legs and mind her business. <laughs> Again, that's the only, that's the only t- person I really will be like. It's, I feel like she gotta have them. Like it's her personality. <laughs> her and Savvy, they gotta have crab legs. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like something gonna happen to them. <laughs> all right. I say all that to say I hope that they not being funny to Offset because I don't like that. Yeah, don't do that. Because I feel like, I really feel like he's trying to change. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, I, I really see it in his eyes. Like, he like, he like, I'm, am I doing it right? Like, he like. For his he, children. Kinda... That's how I feel like. It's for his children. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, SNL. Three people left uh, as they wrapped up their, you know, 47th season. They go on hiatus every summer. Um, And Pete Davidson, Eddie Bryant, and Kate McKinnon and Kyle Mooney were all expected to leave Saturday Night Live. So, wait, was it four people? Yeah, I forgot Kate McKinnon. God damn. Okay, well, four people have left Saturday Night Live. Um, and I know you're probably thinking, why are you two black women talking about SNL in 2022? <laughs> and that's a fair question. It is. <laughs> but the reason why we're talking about it is because, yo, that was that was our shit in high school. I felt like that. I, I love Saturday Night Live, though, since I was like a, a child. Little, yeah, since yeah. a child. But I really wanted to write for them, like in high school, college, like yeah, me and Imani. Oh, you did you see that? Did you see that? Like whatever, like every yo when Andy Sandberg was on that, yo that shit was hilarious back then. Like they had, I feel like that was the the last really funny season. The thing is, like, how was this? Wig was on there. Kristen Wig was on there. How was this shit hilarious to me when I was sixteen and five years old? But now. (laughs) That I am a grown woman, I feel like I'm too I'm too young to watch Saturday Night Live. Like I feel like it's for like fifty year old liberal white men who just love political humor, you know, who just think <laughs> which by the way, people who think political humor is just like so funny because it's like, oh, it's, a, it's above your head. It's like, ah, like, uh, he dressed up like George Bush. Ah. <laughs> you like nice. Like, can it with that? Like, and I know it's because Lauren Michaels is still in charge. And, like, Lauren Michaels is, like, God knows how old that man truly is. He's, like, pushing 80. Um, He probably, like, that's the stuff. And it's just, like, it's not. It's, it's not. really not. It's um, not. It needs to be a change. And, like, that kind of stuff is not funny to people no more. Like, especially because these politicians have done us so dirty. And also, like, after Trump, like... Being like a celebrity and like you know going on Saturday Night Live and doing all that stuff that's just put a bad taste in a lot of mouth yeah. the people's mouth and like now I'm trying I now I see stuff for like oh they trying to make um because at first they did it they did do it with Obama like he's charismatic whatever that's why I didn't know he was a war criminal um but 
I'm like, okay, they did it with Obama, but then they did it with Trump, and I'm just like, oh, no. so y'all do this with every politician, like regardless, regardless, y'all don't like what do y'all really stand for? Like y'all are just like you know, just those type of liberals, and I'm just like, ah, whatever. So there definitely needs to be a change because it's it's very stale. Yeah, it's very stale. And I also think that, like, doing things, like, when Alec Baldwin was Trump, like, I'm sorry, it, some of that was very funny, especially when he was lurking behind Hillary Clinton. And she was like, oh, what was that? Like, you know, that was very funny to me. Um, and when Jim Carrey was Biden, like, that was funny. So, like, when there is a, a presidential race, like, people are going to expect snl to do that and that's whatever that's fine or like certain like certain skits where they are like doing the news thing like people are going to expect that but saturday night live is just like i really would hate for it to just become like completely irrelevant and it's on the path to that so it's like when we think about what they need is of course more diversity inclusion there's no black women on there and the time that they did have a black woman on there like i'm not even gonna put that on her it's just they did not script her to be funny in the least and yeah, i think it's, that, an, it's another black woman on there now oh my bad um but the problem i feel like is like the last funny woman was my Ru- rudolph um a funny black woman um but i i just really feel like the problem with society is every time they choose a black woman they always choose the dope black girl <laughs> the ones that appeal to white like whiteness that, that's digestible to white culture also oh, wait leslie nothing... what's her name um shit what's her name leslie jones yeah she's still in there um i think she writes she writes okay, for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. um but here's the thing another thing they need to do is um wait i had a banging ass point i said here's the thing and nothing <laughs> came out of my Nothing came out my head. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that new diverse, like more diverse. Um, also, like they just got an Asian cast member for the first time ever. Oh Lord! Like, <laughs> um, who actually is funny? He is very funny. Mm. Um, also, yeah, they just need to revamp it for this generation, like. It's not like that boomer shit. Like it's just not gonna fly. Like it's just not. It's not doing it, and it's not what the people want. And so it definitely needs a hard reset. And I feel like they're probably scared because they're like, "Oh, but it's working." But I'm like, "Is it though?" I just feel like we're the tryouts, um, and I got some people that I want to send to try out, like some really, really funny people, really funny women. Oh, this is- I was going to say, I'm sorry, Iman. Okay. I was going to say they need to stop taking jokes from social media as well. Yeah, that's what a lot of people need to stop doing. Because, like, we've we seen it there, and that's enough. Like, that's enough. I just, again, I, it's so much opportunity, and I hope that with three four cast members leaving that's opportunity for four great cast members to come along and provide some like new direction because i'm like damn like what what is what is happening um right so, so yeah because that shit used to be so funny back in the day like never forget shy ronnie like that was so hilarious. hilarious so funny um but yeah uh again we'll, let's all just try out because i feel like me and Sabria plus the brunchers, funniest people in the world. Period. All right. Uh, Walmart is in the sunken place. Sorry, this is us transitioning to the sunken place. <laughs> is Walmart in the sunken place for labor laws? No. Not this time. Not this time. This time, Walmart is in the sunken place because they decided that the best thing to do for Juneteenth was to commemorate it with a new ice cream flavor. That um, they, they're apologizing. That they that huh. they took from a black-owned business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the company is apologizing for selling the Celebration Edition Juneteenth ice cream under its great value label. The The ice cream <laughs> is, of course, has the African-American colors, the yellow, the red, the green, the black. And it says, share and celebrate African-American culture, emancipation, and enduring hope. Um, That's so embarrassing. And it's red velvet cake flavor so they're like we know you niggers like sugar so here's what we'll do <laughs> like we'll just you know get you some cake and like you said it uh it is a take on a black owned brand called cream malicious ice cream from target 
So, of course, people have been criticizing this ice cream and for so many reasons. And, of course, Walmart has dropped an apology. But this is what I cannot stand. Juneteenth, Pride, AAPI Month, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. All these opportunities for brands to leverage internally and to donate and to make social impact externally, most brands go, how can we make money? Now, it's not enough to say this this month, we're going to take some time and we're going to leverage some Black-owned brands within Walmart. We're going to bring that to the forefront. We're going to, every you know, all the money, the proceeds go to this. Better yet, we're not going to sell you anything. We're not going to sell you a thing. As a matter of fact, we're going to... If we're going to celebrate our employees and our black employees, we're going to celebrate our queer employees. We're going to celebrate our Asian identifying employees. And from the outside, what we're going to do is we're going to give back to these communities because that's how much we care. It but no. fucking blows me how corporations just do not understand how to be decent human beings. Like they really, really don't get it and how greedy they are and how even in today's world what people are, people know, like they're going to get called out how they can still be so strong and wrong and bold. I just, I really do hate it and how people are making things like Juneteenth, like again, Months that are supposed to be like not only a celebration, but can can come with come with a lot of celebration, but can also come with a lot of like like a painful history. Like how exactly, can, like, <laughs> like they what? literally had plates. I don't know if it was Walmart, but they had plates that said "It's the freedom for me." What? That what? is so insensitive. What? That's insane. I was that looking to so... see those plates. I was looking to see those plates because somebody at my job told me that they they had plates that said it's the freedom. For I me. saw the the picture of it. That is literally insane. Like, I'm like that is like psycho behavior to me. It's the freedom for me. What? It's all the about sales. Of... Yeah, that's all they care about, and then they want to act like oh, uh, like literally the most simple thing they could do. And I don't want to spend money like highlight. They're like highlight um, Tamika Jeffries in you know HR department. <laughs> oh, holler, like, you know Tamika got her shortcut, <laughs> and you know she working HR, and you know she doing a damn thing. She's sharp, and it's like highlight her, put her in a commercial or something like that. Ask Tamika, you know Jeffries, what Juneteenth means to her, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not even tr- trying. Yeah. They're not even trying. Yeah, they're not even trying. Oh, I was about to say. That- and ask J- Jamil Jones in the warehouse. Like, what? What? <laughs> what's going? How? How liberation is 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 present in his day to day? Like, ask that, or let us see the numbers. I want to see how many black people you have in leadership positions. Yes, remember um they was doing it um in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Them companies were shaking. They was like, we're doing better. We're trying to do better. There's like we just started this journey literally yesterday, but <laughs> that's growth. That's growth because we aren't here today where we were last year this time. It's like, oh yeah, because last year you were one foot out of fucking slavery. That's why. So it is like, crazy oh. because that reminds me. So there's some Starbucks that are like unions now. Um, and I looked at the the first Starbucks that's a union, and it was all white employees. And I'm like, you're joking. Hmm. Aye, you aye, are aye. joking. Aye, aye, aye. Um, so yeah. I'm just encouraging people. Don't, because you know what's so funny? I know It's the Freedom for Me had the Nuck If You Brunch community, like, very happy. That's what pissed me off, because it's like, we can't win because those freakazoids are going to love it. We will never be free, because there are (laughs) people within communities that just, they be so happy to be seen that they don't realize that they're not actually being seen. They're being sold something. Like, that's simply it. It's just like, you're Yeah, or they're making a damn fool, they're being made a damn fool of. Yeah, so I just feel like um, those, I know it's they the, were a, a small portion of the community. I just know they was happy. I just know they it's were. It's the freedom for me. It's, it's, it's the take it off the market for me. <laughs> it's the that you about is- to lose a lot of money on production and, and now you got to recall all of that for me. That is sick and just 
twisted to me. It's the let me see your diversity, inclusion, and belonging team. And let me look them in the eyes for me, please. Because what? No, for real. Who decided on uh, I can't. Um, You know who decided on it. Jimothy. <laughs> <laughs> Jimothy Flanagan. <laughs> Not Jimothy. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's some it's a white man with like very strong Irish roots. <laughs> Jimothy Cooper. All right, I'm out it's of here. Like somebody that's like, I can relate to y'all. Like I know how it's like you don't though. He's like when my grandma came over here, all she did was pick potatoes and, and be harassed. We had that's, to it's like not because that'd be enough for some people like for some higher ups, that be enough for them. They're they like, really oh, do. this person has like they like fuck the story of the person who we're trying to get to. Let's this person who like kinda sorta like this is just good enough. I hate it here. I hate it here. And that ice cream bread tastes like shit. Let's uh, let's start there. Like a red yeah, velvet because- cake ice cream from from Walmart definitely tastes like dye. <laughs> yeah. The thing in theory, the flavor sounds good, but from Walmart, it definitely tastes like red dye, straight up. Mm-hmm. All right. So don't shop at Walmart. Go go to Target. Uh, all right, y'all. Let's move it into com. Oh, I said let's move it in. Let's move in <laughs> to common senses. All right. Mm-hmm. And this week we're talking about focusing. Somebody, can you focus on me? I was about to say that. Somebody play focus by her. You sang better, so you should have said it. I took your spot. I feel like you ate that. I feel like you did a good job. Thumbs up if I ate that, y'all. Um, <laughs> let's 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 focus on us. I feel yeah. like right now, it's just been really, really, really hard to to focus. Um. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually getting mad at myself because I was supposed to get the name of this book. But um, there was this book on focus. I'll look it up. All right. So it's called Stolen Focus. There's a book called Stolen Focus by Joanne Hari. And it, oh, that came, it came up as soon as I, I said book on focus. <laughs> perfect. Um, Stolen Focus, Why You Can't Pay Attention and How to Think. Hold on. It's called Oh, it's on Audible. Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually gonna start listening to it. For now, and I just listened to the uh the, the recent podcast episode between Joanna Oprah and it was a really, really great episode and it made me feel less like it was like my fault that I couldn't focus. I mean, I have to take accountability because you know my brain, but I felt less like oh, this is on me, like, you know, this is only my problem. Everybody else is focusing. You know, it's just becoming more and more challenging for everyone to focus. Even Oprah says she's having trouble focusing right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And Sabria and I were just thinking, conversating earlier about how we have so much happening and how can we keep our focus and prioritize the things that matter to us. So we just wanted to kind of, go through some of the things that the book discussed again just listen to the podcast and it didn't cover everything but it was a great start and it shared how like there are so many things we we are doing more than we ever have just as humans and while the benefits of doing more than we ever have can feel like oh my god you're such a great multitasker you're being so productive look at how much you're your mom your worker your wife you're this you're that you're this you're that the downside is that we aren't doing anything really really well we're just it's like a it's like a breath but no death situation mm-hmm. and it talked about how social media plays into that and how social media folks are literally engineering it to be a place where it gives us the same gratification as like a dog that gets a snack essentially like mentally when you see a heart or response to your thoughts, your opinion, it's the same thing as when you give a rabbit a carrot. And essentially, if you give a rabbit a carrot, you can train it to do a lot of things. And that's scary. It is very scary. And there's like a war on our brains, essentially. And this author was... God, I feel it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And this author was actually encouraging folks to, to stand up against it. Like, 
I think that what's happening to our minds is actually going to not be the downfall of society, but at least the cause a wave of non-deep thinkers. Because again, we can't focus, we can't finish books, we can't do our task. And that's just like really, really a big problem <laughs> for society. Like it's, it's a huge mm-hmm. issue. Um, so let's just get into why this conversation is so relevant to us right now. Like let's get into the details. So huh. So this is relevant for me right now because I am starting a new job and I also have things like in my personal life that I'm working on, like this right now, the podcast. Um, some people know I just started um, doing stuff with candles um, and I write. And those are three things that I don't want to give up because like I like having projects and like doing things and like just like investing in myself and I feel like these are things that help invest like I'm thinking outside of work so um today I was like in a panic because I'm like oh my gosh like you know since I'm gonna be working a full full full-time job again like I'm nervous like what will that look like how much time will I have to myself like you know how will I be able to work on these projects and to my full ability and like be able to like not make any mistakes i just like my brain was just going haywire i'm like oh my gosh blah 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 um so that's why we started talking about this today and i realized that um so like for instance like right now i'm not using all of my like iman said to me um earlier like you're not using all like you know for instance you work for eight hours and my my commute is like an hour, so that's really like nine hours work. But that's still not like that's still not my whole day. Um, so you know, so instead of you know when I wake up and you know I read what's on Twitter and like Instagram or like even like obsessively checking my email, I could use that as time to like work on outlines for scripts, and I could use that as time to like you know work on stuff for black girl brunch and like even on my break at work I can use that as time to write because that's what I uh, want to do so it's like just refocusing um like what I can use my time for the things that are important to me and also like um putting aside the things that aren't going to get me where I want to necessarily be and it's very hard I feel like in this time to think that if I don't put this into social media, like my dreams and my goals, like, you know, working in entertainment, like they'll never be. I know that's sometimes how I think, cause I'm like, Oh, I got to get my Instagram followers up because that's where the money at. Um, this that, and the third stuff like that. Um, or I got to like, you know, start doing this on Twitter so I can like, you know, get some sort of income or whatever, but there are still people who are doing stuff the old way. Um, and there's, there is, um, terrible um uh phrase but there's more than one way to skin a cat damn um <laughs> it is terrible so. phrase to say as a vegan but it definitely is yeah and um maybe you know that way doesn't work for me and like i'm just thinking about it i'm like do you even like doing stuff like that i really mm-hmm. don't you feel like you so, feel your back <laughs> is against the wall and you have to yeah and like i prefer doing stuff like you know behind the scenes and like you know exchanging like emails with people and stuff like that that way still exists believe it or not so it's like a a combination of like reminding myself that like you know the ways of like you know the past they still exist so there are and there's other ways um besides you know posting social media like here's Johnny like that's not (laughs) I don't have to do stuff like that (laughs) um that's one two is refocusing and like you know cutting down you know my time on social media um cutting down my time just me like staring at the ceiling or like just watching uh you know uh amusement park history videos (laughs) on youtube like (laughs) like shit like that so just refocusing yes like refocusing and like being (laughs) that's true though you do have to be like accountable like where do i waste time like oh when i sit on the edge of the bed and just stare 
that's that can probably I, can, I mean sometimes you do need to do that like sometimes you just need to be like mm-hmm. i need to do nothing i need to stare at a blank white wall and be okay mm-hmm. but do i sometimes i'll be doing it when i don't need to when it's like imai come on get up or stop rearranging like you know something real weird like your skincare collection again like stop that you know <laughs> um but what I do think is with that point you made about like followers feeling like, oh, I got to have this many followers. I got to have that many followers. I actually been listening to this podcast. Damn, I think it's called Black Film Podcast. I think that's what it's called, but I actually do not remember. Um, I, I'll, I'll find it. I'll share it. Somebody remind me. Share it on Twitter. Um, but in this podcast, it interviewed like executives for like um, different uh, industries and one executive was like working for the sci-fi channel. So this is someone who literally has the ability to pick up a script. And when I go on their Instagram page, I see like 3000 followers. I was just about to say that you might literally all the special effects makeup artists that I love who's in big ass movies who does stuff with like Batman, like still doing stuff. they be having like less followers than me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as if sometimes it just don't matter. And there's a real world outside of the social media world. Like there is a very real world outside of social mm-hmm. media. And it's, 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 it's more impactful. Like social media is not inherently bad and it can, it could be a connector, but never forget that the real world getting FaceTime, getting real connections, um, that'll always be more beneficial. And it kind of reminded me that it's it's better that when I talk to somebody and I do connect with them, that I have some work in my hand versus some followers on my back. You know, like those followers are only going to get me but so far with a person who values the art. So I'm like, yeah, I got to like get better at the craft and put in that time, which again requires focus, like not, not following things like that. So I'm like, feel you 100%. Mm-hmm. And for me, this conversation is, is really relevant because I am doing so much that, and I have, I have tried so many different ways to like be focused. I have tried so many different ways and I'm trying to do all of the things I'm trying to cook my meals. I'm trying to keep my place clean. I'm trying to, you know, make sure that I stay fit. I'm trying to make sure I meditate. I'm trying to make sure I take on, not just do my job at work, but do a little bit more so that I could be, you know, promoted. I'm trying to do Black Girl Brunch. We're trying to launch new initiatives here. And then it's like, oh, now I have this series that I want to start from scratch and I want to be really intentional and I want to do this and I want to do that. And I keep putting these like timelines down and I, it's so hard for me to get started on the timelines because I'm tired and I have nothing to give to myself at the end of the day. So I just had to have a real conversation with myself about like my my time. And like, I just, I do this all the time. Like I tell myself, I'm gonna do 17 things in one day. And I really need to get more realistic and just say, I'm gonna do three things today, probably max. And those three things are probably gonna be the laundry. It's probably gonna be the gym. And it's probably going to be one other thing, maybe food shopping. Mm -hmm. And it's like when the task becomes more high energy, I have to say to myself, the only thing that I'm going to do today is this thing. And that's it. And that also requires, again, taking something. When you put something on your plate, you got to take something off. It's just the, yep. it's just the way things go. Like I never forget. It was this one lady who told me that every time she buys a new outfit, she gives the other, she takes something out of her closet and she gives it away because she don't want to have too much stuff in her closet. And I thought that was nuts. Like, damn, so what you got? 12 pairs of pants, 12 shirts, but I bet you her laundry day very smooth. Cause she get it. <laughs> like she, she know what she has. She know what she owns. She can keep track of it. And like, I think right now I don't know what I own. Cause I do so many things. So I made a difficult decision to like stop doing uh, something that I really like. And don't worry, it's not black or brunch. So that's a part that will stay a priority for the rest of my life. The thing, black or brunch, <laughs> my full-time job and my project 
and my fitness kind of have to be it and everything else has has to stop it has to go away so i'm i'm just like really really thinking about what that'll look like and just just really really trying to push myself to get past the points the the points that stopped me in the past cuz like that when when i keep falling into the same trap that is very triggering to me and i hate when I do the same thing over and over and over and over again, but the reality is like bad habits are really hard to break. So it's like, they are, they are so hard to break. Like some people go lifetime with the same bad habits because they are literally that hard to break. And I really feel like, um, when Sigourney Weaver was like giving birth to what was it? The predator. That's mm-hmm. how I feel when trying to like push out bad habits. <laughs> like it's just be feeling like, <sighs> like it's hard. Um, it's very hard. Yeah. That's why you got to be patient with yourself. You got to be patient with others. It's just like... And me being patient with myself is just like damn near non-existent. So even building it, it's just really hard. Um, no, same. I'm like, you're a failure! <laughs> you suck. <laughs> like You really are terrible. And I'm like, I'll be trying to be kind to myself, but I'm just like, <laughs> I want what I want now. Um, What are the goals that we have? I mean, again... For me, it's the podcast, it's my series, and it's my fitness. Yeah, it's for me. It's I, literally the same. It's the the podcast. Um, finishing uh the script that I have because I feel like I really feel good about this what I'm doing. Like I don't again, I don't want to count my ch- chickens before they hatch, but. Um, a lot of chicken references. Um, well, bird references, but I don't want to um do that. But I'm I feel like this could definitely be like a almost like a life changing thing for me. Yes. So I just need to thug it out. So that's what I really want to focus on, and also like getting back into the swing of things with my fitness as well. Um, because I need to learn how to um, if again, if anybody has any tips, like set a boundary for like work. Cause it's very hard for me to leave it. Like I be saying to myself, like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave this behind. I'm gonna do my eight and skate or whatever." But that I just never do. Mm-hmm. So I need to learn how to put a boundary without feeling guilty. Um, because I really do need to do what's best for me, but I also need to live. Yeah. So absolutely, absolutely. So what are our barriers? And from you just mentioned one of them, like having a full time job is a barrier, and just have to f- figure out a way that like I can just maximize maximize my time at work so that I do what I need to do, that I can get back to me. I think um you know hanging out is a barrier for me. Like some some days, I just don't know if the best thing to do is to socialize because you know I love my friends they give me so much life and they inspire a lot of what I'm doing but at the same time it's like if I'm out with you I can't be in with my project so that's like something I'm trying to decide like I can't just stay inside all summer obviously that would be a terrible thing but having so many friends realize like finding a way to like connect with everybody and also have some solitude and just get my work done um and how I'm I'm going to minimize that by literally just picking a day for myself like I already have a day where I connect with one friend to like do a a session um but I also want to do a session by myself again to hold myself accountable and another thing I just got too many projects going like I don't like I have too many projects going and I realized that I'm gonna be good at anything that I put energy into that's just the bottom line yeah so I sometimes take me being good at things, getting paid for things as an opportunity, as as the as the fact that I should be doing them. But now I realize that if I become a farmer, I'm going to be good at being a farmer. If I become a plumber, I'm going to be good at being a plumber because that's just how I am. Like I make sure I follow directions and I do things the right way. But that don't mean that it's what I'm passionate about. It don't mean that it's strategic. So I have to stop focusing on what what can get me money and what I'm good at, and you know, having that like capitalistic mindset or being a slave to capitalism mindset where I just do whatever makes me money. And I have to really set some time aside and be intentional and just focus. So just mm-hmm. you know, dropping it. And of course, social media. I gotta. I gotta. I always do it like where I back off, but I really, really do probably have to do that for the summer simply to readjust my brain. I want the same brain I had when I was in college 
And Same. I, that brain got me through some papers. And that's why I, sometimes I'm like, how did I go from being able to do the <laughs> long ass papers to now barely being able to fold my clothes without getting distracted? It's just, it's just a, it's a bad one. It really is. <sighs> but we're working on it. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Let's yep. continue to work on it. So let's work on it together. And yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get through. What did Degrassi say? Whatever it takes. I know I will make it through. Exactly. So Period. that's it, y'all. Make sure you hit us up on the socials. Make sure you hit us up um, at email again. More mess. Like, what happened? Like, summertime come, and now y'all too good to send us, like, y'all drama to the emails. Like, what's, what's <laughs> going on? So blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Make sure you hit us up at Instagram at um, Black Girl Brunch. Hit us up on Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch. You can hit me up on Instagram at Imam Mate. You can hit me up on Twitter, it's Mateik's Bria. It's Frank and Femme on Instagram and Frank and Femme underscore on Twitter. That's it. All right, guys. That's the show. Bye. Peace.